0: You know, that sounds when you grab the hair dryer in the morning, you probably have a thought of what you're going to do. You're going to blow front to back, maybe a gentle upward flick, ruffle your curls, the back of your hair, maybe you're balding on top. So just the sides, uh, you're, you're going to go full heat storm and just dry your hair to a crisp. But have you ever thought of what you would do if you had to blow dry the skin and feathers of a dead barred owl? Have you thought about that? I mean, or maybe why someone would do that? Well, down at the Royal BC Museum, blow-drying dead owls and other birds is an everyday occurrence. And the CBC's Sterling Aford, of course, went down to the lab where they prep dead animals for storage. Elizabeth uh, Mifsud-Sweeney is a volunteer, and she spoke with Sterling about why you blow-dry owls.
1: So normally with birds, we don't wash them if we don't have to, but this one... I don't know if it was roadkill or something but it was pretty dirty so we have to wash them and then they look awful once you wash them birds have surprisingly few feathers so they just look like all skin and like little sticks hanging off them when you wash them but then um, you have to blow dry them dry and as you're blow drying it you kind of um, tease all the feathers with a toothbrush and then that opens them up and makes it look all pretty again but takes a while but worth it in the end so it doesn't look all gross.
2: So what? what h- how did you get involved? Wh- why did you end up handling dead animals? <laughs>
1: um, I just, I was um, a volunteer at a few places and I wanted to do, I wanted to learn a new skill here so I came and um, met with um, Gavin in natural history and then he said that Darren was looking for volunteers so I said yeah I'd love to learn how to do this. We start off with mammals, because they're slightly easier than birds. um, But now I mostly mostly do birds, but...
2: So how many creatures have you sort of, you know, are associated with? There's this uh, claucous winged gull back here. Mm. I think that's right. Did I say it right? There we go. (laughs) Fancy. (laughs) I know birds. (laughs) (laughs) But how many animals have you handled, do you think?
1: I don't know. A lot of them. Yeah, I come in, like, I try to come in every week, once a week. Um, and I usually get through at least one a week, sometimes two if they're small birds, but, um, yeah, I don't know how many, a lot.
2: <laughs> and do you have a biology background? You just Yeah, mm, I do. Yeah.
1: I do. I have a degree in marine biology, mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of what brought me out here. I'm from Ontario, so then I moved out here, and, um, and then I got into this because I just like it.
2: For people who don't really know you or they sort of comes up, how does that come up? What do you do? (laughs)
1: Um, Normally, it starts out with me saying, hey, want to see a cool picture? And then my boyfriend yelling, no, no, don't show them. And then I show them anyways, and then they're usually pretty grossed out. My biology friends think it's really cool, but everyone else that I show kind of gets grossed out by it. Because I usually have um, not the finished product pictures, Mm -hmm. which are the nice pictures. I normally have the in-between pictures, which are the cooler ones, but also grosser and more gory.
2: So your name is now on on a bunch of lovely dead animals in the museum. How does that feel?
1: Feels pretty good. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I like doing it because it's something that needs to be done to preserve the collection and in a hundred years these specimens will still be here and hopefully someone will be able to learn something off of them.
2: Does it give you a better appreciation just when you go to a museum and see all these you know taxidermy objects? Do you have a better appreciation of it now?
1: Yeah, it's um, it's really an art form in a way, taxidermy. Um, especially the ones that are like upstairs in natural history on display, because those ones have been um, mounted and they uh, they're in like poses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or we just we lay them as flat as possible because they're going into the collection. But yeah, to even do those poses and stuff with those, it's it's really difficult. So the people who do that are really talented.
2: What do you think when you see a dead animal on the road now?
1: Uh, pick it up put it in the freezer. (laughs) Do you do that? Uh, Yeah I haven't done it yet because I don't see many dead animals but yeah double bag it, get the location and the day that it was found and bring it to the museum.
2: So you'll you'll have up, hey do you want to see a picture? It's like uh, coming over to my house, hey you want to look in their freezer?
0: Uh, Yeah, oh don't eat that, it's
1: not food, (laughs) yep.
2: Got to be
0: careful at Elizabeth's house. That was RBCM volunteer Elizabeth Mifsud Sweeney speaking with the CBC's Sterling Aford about preparing animals for museum collections. If you want to take a look at her blow-drying technique, you can head on over to our Facebook page. That's CBC Vancouver Island on Facebook.